If I drank you all day Still thirst for more I can't shake it Can't make this up I can't ignore Whatever this is I've not had it before Like a beach needs the ocean And a lighthouse needs light It's like I awakened Just when you arrived Whatever this is I need it in my life Challenge my shadows Help me succeed And equal A twin flame Love is a seed Whatever this is It makes me feel free It's a feeling I have Look in your eyes We are linked, that's for certain So let's never divide Whatever we face I know we'll survive Her shape, her 
face She tastes like hope She tastes so sweet My favorite's when she tastes like me Two songs from Kay Howell, Whatever, followed by High on a Woman. They're both from her new album, Pink Trees. Now, if you're not familiar with the name Kay Howell, you'll remember who she is if I tell you that as Kay O'Che, she was the big voice behind the keys of the fun bluesy duo, the O'Che's. Well, she's now back with a new identity and a powerful new presence on the music scene. To learn more about the new direction, we're pleased to welcome Kay Howell to Folk Roots Radio. I'm just grinning ear to ear. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> it feels like life is returning. and It's great to have you back. It's great because to be here. When I was preparing for this interview, I was looking back to the time we had the Oches play in Guelph. Absolutely, at, at Silence, at, yeah. At Silence, uh-huh. and, and how much fun we had that weekend. The show was fun, but the weekend in general was a great time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now you're back... Radically different Radically from the point different. of view that you're now solo, mm-hmm. and you're obviously very passionate about the the new songs. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk <laughs> a little bit about them in a second. What I wanted to do was just give you a chance to talk about why you really felt you wanted to go solo. Yeah, for sure. I've been playing, you know, forever. I've never had a real job, as my ex mother in law would say. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I got to. Um, you know, grow as a person and as an artist um, with my now ex-husband, but still good friend um, in that project. And he he let me grow in all of the ways that I wanted to, but I'm happy now to kind of be calling all of the professional shots. Not that he didn't, you know, let me kind of be the hurricane that I am, <laughs> but uh, it's a brand new identity, new city, new um out sexual preference. I mean, it's always been the sexual preference, but it's out now. It's a conversation. There's a lot of lesbian tones to this album uh, that, you know, uh, a straight person couldn't really (laughs) present. (laughs) So uh, it's been a year of change and growth musically, personally. COVID, I don't know if you've heard of COVID, but it happened and ruined everything. And then uh, I feel like it's kind of like a rising from the ashes um, 
album lifestyle change everything new new everything because there was a definite progression from the Oches. I mean, in yeah. 2019, you put out a solo EP. I did, yeah. Um, and Mike was still playing on that. Yeah. Um, but with, with the Oches, I wrote all of the songs. And then a few of them, he kind of came in and changed the beat or, you know, just made it a little more him. But I was always the the primary writer. Mike also wrote, but never commercial stuff that, that was really cohesive with, with what we were doing. And then when I put out Koche in 2019. It was just an EP, but it was songs that I'd written. And he kind of said, like, do what you want with them. This is kind of your project. Again, he still played on it, played the guitar, played the drums, but it was more me calling all the shots. And then when the the marriage and the band kind of all ended, it shifted. I mean, it made it an easy shift for me to just kind of focus 100% on being a solo artist again. And, uh, there's a, an authenticity to it that, uh, I don't know, I feel like I'm, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And that's when Kay Howell arrived. Now, right. Howell, you know, one of the, the fun things about the Oches right. was Oches was in relation to your married name, O-T-A. Right, exactly. Our, our married name was A-U-T-H-I-E-R, O-T-A. Yeah. yeah. Um, but typically Americans in particular would just destroy the <laughs> pronunciation. So we named the band O-H. C-H-A-Y-S, O-Chase, so that you could not screw it up. People still screwed it up, but less so. And so my maiden name uh, was Howell, H-O-W-E-L-L. And I liked the idea that we played on O-Che. So I took out the E and one of the L's and made it just K-Howell. Yeah, I think yeah. that works really well. Yeah, I think so too. And, you know, people who've seen you play live and you are great live could say, well, she can certainly howl when she needs to. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually playing a Howl at the Moon uh, dinner in a couple of weeks. And, yeah, we'll see if there'll there'll be some collective howling or (laughs) maybe we'll get them to do that for encores from now on at my shows. (laughs) So these songs give me an idea of when you started to write them. I mean, the the thing that's really comes through on this album, and I mean, this is an album... You know, it's very powerful, very direct. I mean, this is really a statement. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I feel like the previous albums, I, I don't have a, I don't have a problem writing um, inspirational kind of follow your dream songs, and I feel like a lot of the Oches was those kind of songs. The Koche EP in 2019, same thing. I think there were six songs. Four of them were like believe in your dreams and follow. And I, I know how to write those songs. But I hadn't ever really written from a vulnerable, um, you know, personal space. Um, I I enjoy people who can write from those spaces. I just never had. And uh, that whole album honestly came to me. I was in a relationship. It ended, just crushed me when it ended. And I didn't know what else to do. So I wrote some really heartfelt lovey-dovey songs. And I wrote some really angry, (laughs) why are you doing this to me songs. Um, but the whole thing came to me in this, I know right now everyone's doing singles and, and, you know, as, as a society, we all just have ADHD when it comes to a big product like this, but the album came to me like that. I say like in a manic episode, you know, I think six of those songs I wrote in 12 hours and went into the studio record. It it was just manic. If if there's one word, it was, it was manic. Um, I saw a documentary with Lady Gaga once and they said that like her friends and family get worried about her when she's having this album. It's like a birthing almost. And she kind of disappears and, you know, just gets lost in it and, you know, comes out triumphant a few few days later. And that's honestly how it felt. 
I got into the studio with a great friend of mine, an audio engineer, Marty Back, who always brings out the best vocal performance. He has a way of of making you do it again and do it better without ruffling my diva feathers. <laughs> he has just the right way of saying, like, you can do that better. And he brings out the best performance in me, truly. And so I went in and did it with him. We we recorded the whole thing in a day. Just it, manic is is the word that uh, comes to me. And now the relationship repaired itself. I mean, I wrote her an album, so I'm, I'm glad she gave me another chance. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm just so proud of the songs and, and the vulnerability with which I wrote them. Uh, it's, it's a new space for me to be writing, but it, uh, it feels right. You know, it, it really comes over. The, the two songs we chose to start off with, mm-hmm. Whatever, followed by High on a Woman. I mean, mm-hmm. I love the Whatever song because it's like, well, whatever this is. I mean, right. that, that really feels like discovery. Yeah, and with, with this album, like, it's, it's meant to be played. I, I appreciate that you're, you're, you've picked out some tracks that you like, but if you listen to it beginning to end, it is the relationship. Like, it starts... The first song and the last song are actually musically the same, but the lyrics are very different. The first one is full of promise and what could this be and I want this. And the last one is like, I wrote you a song because you pummeled my heart. <laughs> uh, same, you know, music, same same tone, but very different sentiment. And that's really the whole album. Like it starts whatever this is and it builds to like possibility and promise. And then around the midway point, natural disaster, it's like this person is a specimen. <laughs> I'll give her that. And then, you know, there's some anger and and hurt and confusion. And then um, at the very end, you know, it's like, what else could I do with that same, you know, music? I'm just, I'm, it's, it feels strange to be proud. Like normally when I release something, I'm so tired of listening to it by the time it's released. And, but I'm just, I'm really proud of this. I really am. And that really comes through, which is wonderful. Now, I want to go ahead and play Natural Disaster, because yeah. I know when we were preparing mm-hmm. for this interview, that was one of the songs you said, well, you know, I, I, love I really it. love this album. I, I feel it's really me. But this track, I think, was one that really felt really special yeah. to you. Um, yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Absolutely. The, there was one line. Um, well, I like the idea of, um, you know, using like... Uh, you know, the, the woman is a rainstorm and she's a blizzard and she's an earthquake. Like I, I wanted to really sit down and break it apart. Like sometimes when I'm writing lyric, lyrics, especially, I just kind of go off on the whim. Like yeah, the lyrics go this way. So that's the way I'm going. But this one I wanted to really structure and break down. And like I'm saying she's like this. So let's follow that up with two lines explaining that further and, you know, doing all of the um, just kind of stretching it out a little bit. And it came together. Honestly, I hear Carrie Underwood singing it. I I'll sing it, but I would gladly sell it to Carrie or any of those country girls. To me, it's just like a country track. Um, The other thing I want to say about the album, I wanted there to be this uh, cohesion, even though sometimes I write a song and it's bluesy and sometimes I write a song and it's country and sometimes it's a pop song. But I wanted sonically there to be some kind of a like a something tying it all together. So I went with like um, an electric roads and really basic percussion basic vocals, not not a lot of harmonies. I think there's just kind of some atmospheric harmonies for the most part. But the idea now is there are five or six tracks on this album that I want to completely produce now. So everyone is really focused on singles and, you know, that kind of thing. So now that I have this album, because it came out like this and that's how I wanted it presented, now I want to go back and and 
tease out some of these big ones. So natural disaster is definitely one that I hear, you know, banjos and like the the string part and like it's it's a country song. But I like on this album that it's it's kind of bluesy and, you know, but that's that's because of the the sonic decisions I made and not necessarily the actual song. So yeah, this that's the exciting thing. I mean, this comes through really clearly. I mean, this yeah. is you. This yeah. is this is the statement from Kay Howell. Yeah, it is. This is the person that I am. Yep. And and now it's like, okay, I'm gonna look at some of these songs and yeah, and, and see where else I can take them. Which Absolutely. Is exciting. Absolutely. And and I I think a good song can stand on its own with minimal production, but as an artist, it's exciting to get to build you know from there to to really let it be all that it can be. Hopefully, like a Grammy Award winning Carrie Underwood song. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> That's great. This is Kay Howell with Natural Disaster from her wonderful new album, Pink Trees. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. She can be the 
Howell with Natural Disaster. It's from her new album. It's entitled Pink Trees. Kay Howell is our special guest in the studio at Folk Roots Radio today. Now, if you don't know who she is, I mentioned this at the start, but maybe you're new to this interview. Uh, she used to be Kay O'Che, but now she is very much her own woman uh, on this album. You come over as being really excited about this. And I, am, I yeah. think... You also have moved down to London, is that I right? have, yeah. I just uh, turned 40, you know, typical <laughs> typical nervous breakdown, <laughs> feeling better. I'm going to stop calling it a breakdown and call it more of a transformation. <laughs> but uh, I needed I needed space, um, space away from, I've never, I've never been anywhere but this area. I've played every bar and winery and brewery. It's an open and closed circuit. Like, th- there's nothing left for me here. I'm happy to come back and do shows, but I, I needed space. And uh, London's a bigger city, lots of venues, new fans, closer to Toronto. Uh, a reason I was staying so close to Windsor was because I was playing in the States, doing a lot of shows over there. COVID has ended that. Even trying to get your visa now is next to impossible. So instead of, you know, focusing on this area, I'm just kind of heading back closer to Toronto and a little bit more uh I feel like Canada kind of ends sometimes in London. <laughs> it's we've got a lot of really heavy, heavy, heavy American influence in in Essex and Windsor. So I'm uh, I'm loving I'm really loving London. Can we um, talk a little bit about live? I mean, mm-hmm. you were used to playing as part of a duo. Yep. These days, mostly solo. Mostly solo. Yeah. Uh, like I, Mike will still play on some gigs with me, uh, and I've got a lot of new musical friends in London who are you know offering to build some kind of a band around me. But I was a solo artist before the Oches. I've always just kind of done a solo thing. I was happy to do the band thing. And I will, you know, budget allows a two-piece, a four-piece, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm open to all of it. But uh, I'm I'm most comfortable solo, I think. And you're already gigging quite a bit. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I know we're, we're still not quite out of Not COVID. quite out, but it's, it's yeah. coming back. And people are so responsive and lovely. And I... I, I think I really needed the first couple months of COVID. I didn't realize how burnt out and exhausted I was. Um, I didn't need the last year of it. <laughs> I could have done without that. But uh, I don't. It, it's always darker before the dawn, right? That's what they say. And it it got dark, but uh, it's it's feeling lighter now. And as far as the shows are concerned, you know, we're we're actually going to play a cover at the end of this interview. Yeah. But you know, one of the things that you are very adept at doing is weaving in your own songs with some great covers. Yeah. Tell us, tell us a little bit about how, what an act, uh, a live show would be like. Yeah, well, I never I never realized that I could write music. I guess, like, I wonder now, like, if I'd started at 17 writing music as opposed to just joining a cover band. And, like, you know, I've got a really good ear. And so being a cover musician came naturally. And, you know, if I've heard a song once, I probably know it forever. It's just it's a weird 
party trick. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, a live show is typically a lot of covers and like some random originals here and there. But even you know, I played a show yesterday at a brewery in London and people are asking for originals and it's just I I didn't even realize it was it's it's so silly. I didn't realize it was possible. And I love it. Like I, I was watching, I mean they're friends, but like friends and fans like singing along to my songs, you know, and then I think of I saw a documentary with Pink recently and there's 30,000 people singing back her songs. And like, I was, I was just so happy there were three of them. Like, I can't imagine that. That's, that's where I want to get. That's, that's what I'm manifesting. <laughs> Maybe not the 30,000, but there's, there's something to be said for um, people appreciating originals. Uh, so I, I, I'm happy to play covers and not just the covers that, you know, you know, I'm, I, bands that I really enjoy, I'm happy to show you a cover that you probably don't know. Like, you know, deeper cuts but uh i love playing covers but i'm i'm really enjoying the fact that people want to hear originals and it feels so authentic i mean yeah. I, I see you as being very centered yeah you know absolutely that, you know this is me you it, know that i'm not hiding behind unapologetic yeah. yeah there there is an authenticity now that i don't have to not that i was hiding necessarily but I mean, I was probably hiding some facets of myself. Yeah. 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 No, and there, right. yeah, there's a, um, it, it is what it, there, there's, there's nothing, there's no hiding anymore. And I think you also have some touring coming up and, and it's interesting because you're actually going to be playing with someone else. Aren't I you? am. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Smith, London, London sweetheart, Sarah Smith. Um, last, at the beginning of COVID, before COVID, she was talking to me about how she wanted she was looking for a new bass player, you know, did I know anyone? And I said, well, like my left hand plays bass. <laughs> so I just have to get a bass guitar, learn how to play it, and I will be your bass player. And that's basically what I did. <laughs> and now we are leaving uh, September 14th till October 28th. We'll be in Germany and the Netherlands for six weeks of shows. So, uh, yeah, touring is back. Live music is back, as far as we know. And I think you're playing keys and, and bass, Keys right? and bass, yeah. So yeah. she's touring with uh, myself and John Huff on the kit. So, yeah, about half about half the songs are bass. And then a lot of the ones, because she doesn't have a lead guitar, um, my right hand will obviously be kind of helping while my left hand's kind of holding down the bass. So... Um, will there so be an excited. opportunity for you to play some of your own? She is having me open all the shows. Yeah. Yeah. This so is a wonderful deal. This is a great deal. I love Sarah. She's like a like a musical sister to me. She really is. She's so supportive and, and she wants the people around her to grow. And it's she's just a light. Like you you've met her. Like she, there's just a light to her it's it's addictive and um i'm so excited to be a part of it no that that is that is very exciting yeah you're also a member of the saints the, the saints. wonderful charity band that plays shows yeah. each christmas you've got jody rafool in there jeff burrows from the tea party kelly hoppy from big, big sugar big yeah sugar yeah, as yeah, yeah. Well. that is continuing i think it, it is. was 10 years now is that right so this will be our 11th, but yeah. we're calling it our 10th because last year was basically a write-off. Yeah. Uh, we had big plans last year for our 10th anniversary. And, of course, COVID kind of ended all of that. So we ended up doing a recording. Uh, we rented out, you know, the St. Clair Center for the Arts and did a online-type show. And it was fine, but we are all very looking forward to putting on a real show again this year. So as far as we know, you know, the numbers will probably be different. I'm sure numbers will be a little bit lower I don't know how we're going to do it yet, but we're in the in the studio right now doing a brand new album and 
fingers crossed, assuming everything continues to progress, we will be doing a live show this Christmas. That's awesome. And you raise a lot of money at the same time. We're getting close to a million now, I think. Wow. Yeah. So I might, be, I might be wrong about that. Half million? I should know this. A lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As a musician, I don't know how much it is, but it's more than I've made. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you keep manifesting, yeah, who knows you know, what I, might yeah, happen. we're gonna have this Carrie yeah. Underwood thing, and then yeah. we'll see. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. If people want to, you know, follow your career, keep yeah. up with what's happening. What's the best way? For so I got rid to of the that? website. I felt like um, Instagram and Facebook and those things. I, I was getting more traction there than I was on the website. So you can follow me on all the socials. K Howl Music on Instagram. K Howl on Facebook. Um, I don't do Twitter. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, you can stream the album on uh, on any of the platforms. And you can always go back. And um, I don't think the Oches is streaming, actually. But K.O.C.E., my previous EP from 2019, is on all the streamings as well. Yeah, the that's great. Socials, and and so. you can go to Bandcamp and oh, Bandcamp. buy this album. I should, yeah. yeah. I, I should start with that. <laughs> if you'd yeah. actually like to support me as opposed to just... Supporting Spotify, who's always screwing over musicians, <laughs> you could always purchase it as well from Bandcamp. Yeah. No, yeah. That's great. Well, look, yeah. it's been wonderful to have you join us. We're going to finish with a cover mm -hmm. from Pink Trees. That is It Must Have Been Love from Roxette. Roxette. I, I love your version. Thank you. Um, you picked this song because of the... the uh, yeah, and I, f I feel like uh, The Muse, do I call her The Muse? We had a few songs that, you know, we would jam out together and had held particular importance, and it fit with the whole theme of the album. You know, I knew when I was putting this album together that it was on a short list. There were a few covers that I wanted to do, but when I kind of sat down and really worked this one out, I, I knew it was the one. Yeah. And all this entire album, you can't hear it now necessarily, but we weren't in a great place when I was recording this album and we had to stop like in between takes. I'm crying and uh, like just freaking out <laughs> in the studio. But Marty got just, he put together the best tracks of that and you can hear the emotion. You can, you know, we had to stop a few in the middle, like try that again. I can hear your voice shaking. But once it was all laid out, I'm, ju I'm just so happy with how it all came together. Now that's great. Well, you know, this is the first album for Kay Howell. It is. But I can see five six seven albums i got nine tracks ready to go for a yeah, new one people yeah. will be excited about I hope checking so. out the this is the the real deal yeah i hope the, so the first album yeah it's been an absolute pleasure I, to have you join and, and it's not just for me it's for all musicians we truly appreciate your your time and effort truly it's yeah. uh it's a dying you're a dying breed and uh you're much appreciated well we will certainly keep going this is Kay howell with her cover of it must have been love from the album Pink Trees, I'm John Hall. This is Folk Roots Radio. And go, girl. Thank you.
It must have been love But it's over now It must have been good But I lost it somehow It must have been love But it's over now From the moment we touched Till our time had run out Make believing We're together That I'm sheltered By your heart But in and outside I've turned to water Like a teardrop In your palm And it's a hard winter's day I dream away It must have been love But it's over now It was all that I wanted Now I'm living without It must have been love It must have been